This episode of the podcast is brought to you by DraculasDentures.com. He loses them so often, there's now a website for it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that was in a movie for five minutes, so technically it's a cameo. Oh, yeah. I'm Zach. Is that like the... I don't I'm know. Frank. Is that a, like the? <laughs> I'm Frank, by the way. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think it could be shorter, right? Well, it's just I, I, any I, person who you're not expecting to be in the movie. Well, yeah, that. But I also feel like you know anything over ten minutes is no longer considered a cameo. No, like they're just in the movie. Yeah. Like obviously, like I, you can't put in like people like fucking Vince Vaughn and like Wedding Crashers. He is like the supporting character in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I will yeah. not accept, by the way, mm-hmm. any Stanley ones. So if he's on your list, then it's then you're disqualified from the conversation. I have a Stan Lee one, but it, <laughs> but I, but hear me out. This, right. might, this one might work. But anyways, we're doing cameos, by the way. Um, I don't know how many you have. I always have five. Okay, well I might as well get the Stan Lee one out. Of the way. <laughs> so Stan Lee, but not from any Marvel movie. Oh, okay, all right. So, so that's at, all, right, all, right, at, all right. I'll at, accept it then. I I picked this specifically because I was like, you're gonna say some shit about the Marvel ones, <laughs> <laughs> while. He is the master of cameos, and God rest his soul, because he fucking put his heart and soul into every single one that he was in, in all of the Marvel movies. Um, I actually went with him in the movie Mallrats, and I don't know if you ever saw Mallrats. I don't think so. This is early Kevin Smith. Like, this is, like, maybe, like, first or second film I think he did, um, and it literally is about, like, a bunch of, like, teenagers basically trying to, like, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in a while. Anyways, fuck, <laughs> is whatever. it basically just fucking, clerks? <laughs> fucking Jason Lee is in it. Um, young Jason Lee, and then like you know, Jane Silent Bob are in it. Uh, but there is a scene where you know, Jason Lee plays this character Brody, who is kind of like down on his luck at this point, and like his girlfriend just broke up with him, and like it's kind of like you know the the calm before the storm of the film. Okay. Um, and out of nowhere. Slightly young Stan Lee with full, slightly young full beard oh, shows wow. up and is just talking kind of like nonsense about like relationships. And he goes on about like, you know, I always love seeing a good relationship until Brody looks over and is like, oh, my God, you're Stan Lee. And then. Oh, so Stanley's playing Stan Lee. Exactly. Right, cool. Yeah. And it's just five minutes at that point of Brody basically asking, like, you know, can Mr. Fantastic, like, stretch any part of his body? And then it's like, is the thing, is, is it like, even his dick made of the rock? <laughs> and then he's like, ah, I can't really talk about that. But anyways, back to your relationship stuff. I think you need to go after this girl. And then after, again, like, talking, like, this whole, like, sweet thing about, like, hey, go back to, like, find your girlfriend. Like, you know, you should work it out. It's the one regret that I didn't, like, get to do in my life is going after the girl that I loved. And then as soon as he walks away, it's the other friend. And it's like, hey, how did it go? Do you think, like, you got through to him? I was like, oh, I gave him this stupid sob story about nothing. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's just a fun Stanley thing where it's like, I got something other than his marble. Like, yeah. it's him being him. Yeah. And just kind of, like, wow. joking around. That was extensive. I feel, I feel like I watched that whole scene. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have I, I, I kind of came to the realization that most of my favorite cameos are of directors in their own movies. Oh, really? Um, so I have I have two that are not, and then the rest are all like directors. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one that I that I wanted to choose just because it's not 
it's kind of like a very, very quick one. And I don't even think I noticed it the first time that I watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he plays like the, like invi- like the invisible man guy. Yep. And, and he just gets shocked. Right. And like to me, it's just so funny to have him playing. He's such like a big name. Mm-hmm. And... And the fact that, A, it's hysterical because the whole fucking crew that Deadpool, like, puts together all just end up dying after they yes. jump out of the plane of, like, Except just ridiculous Domino. ways. And and the idea of having Brad Pitt, who's just such a popular name, he's such a big, big movie mm-hmm. star. And, A, he's invisible for the majority of his role. Yeah. And then, B, he gets killed off. By just getting electrocuted because he lands in like power lines, and you see his face for like a very, very quick second, and then he's just, and then that's it, it's over. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's just like he doesn't have. I don't think he has any dialogue. No, because it. again, like when they're doing like the interview for him, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. So there's like this whole thing of like Deadpool being like, "Is there even anybody there?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just so funny to mm-hmm. me. Um, and I just love the idea of having such a giant movie star in such a small, small little role. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Nice. Uh, another small little role, too, that I, I actually really enjoyed. Um, so, I didn't enjoy the film, X-Men First Class. I just uh, fucking it didn't get with me. Um, but anyways, there is a scene where um, you have Magneto and Professor X. Like, they're young. They're friends at this point. They're trying to go around and trying to find mutants and help them. Or trying to find people that know about mutants. And it's this whole kind of like montage scene of it. And then I don't know if there, if it's in his contract or something where like he has to show up in, in anything that's like Sony X-Men related. But they get to this one maybe like 30 second scene where Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is sitting at a bar smoking a cigar. Okay. And they come up to him. And they're like, hey, we heard about you. And he cuts him off and he says, fuck off. <laughs> and then it just immediately goes to the next scene. <laughs> and I love that because it's like, this is young Wolverine. Like, this yeah. is him, like, not giving a fuck, doesn't want to be part of a team. Yeah, yeah. And it's something so easy and so quick just to be like, there he is. And now, uh, there he goes. <laughs> you don't need a minute? Uh, yeah, whatever. That's that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that was your number two? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so my next one is uh, we were ironically we were talking about this before we started recording um bruce campbell in like all sam raimi films that's also my pick okay great main mainly the all three of toby Maguire spider spider-man yeah he plays um just he, fucking he plays like the maitre d in spider-man 3 he plays like a very like fucking rude usher in spider-man yes. 2 and then he plays the ring announcer in the first spider-man which also you could put as a cameo of bonesaw who is macho man Randy right Savage. technically yeah but yeah like um i also have him as he's in oz the oz the great and powerful he's like he's like yes. a guard mm-hmm. um and i'm sure there's probably oh you mentioned that he was in the doctor strange yes, the newest doctor, doctor strange, strange. Too, he's in that um so I don't know, man. It's just I love Bruce Campbell. Yeah, anything that he's in, it's just fun. Yeah, everything that he does, it's just super and, fun. And, honestly, and he's always he's always like he's always like a comedic relief a little bit, mm-hmm. and like he's just got such great comedic timing. Yes, and I I just love Bruce Campbell. I literally was watching like the the Spider Man ones like before you got here too, because I was just like, I just want to see how funny he is. <laughs> and my God, like from Spider Man two, like when he's the usher. Yeah, it's so funny because as soon as Peter Parker like walks in, he's like, "Oh, your your shoe." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, thank you." And then as soon as he gets up, it's like, "Oh, your tie." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, thanks." And then he's like, "I, what are you doing here?" He's like, "Oh, I have a ticket." 
And it was like, no, doors closed. Can't go in. <laughs> yeah. just him giving him shit for like five minutes. Yeah. I love it. I love Sam Raimi, man. Sam Raimi also has a little cameo on the Evil Dead. Yes. Uh, him and his brother. Mm-hmm. They're like. They're like the two guys like walking on the street. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just classic. Uh, technically, I think also Sam Raimi's like the voice of like the on like the recording when they hit like play in the Evil Dead. I think so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Bruce Campbell. So I just wanted to give that one a little bit of a recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I should do my next one, yeah, too. It's your, right. It's your next so one uh, my next one is I I don't know if you've even noticed this, but uh, in Apocalypse Now, Francis Ford Coppola does have a small small appearance i did not know maybe that. like 15 seconds hmm. so it's of um uh what's his name uh francis what, ford coppola well no 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 like uh charlie sheen mm-hmm. not charlie sheen uh the his other brother. sheen yeah, his yeah, brother yeah the other martin sheen. sheen martin sheen yeah or is that the dad i don't know <laughs> <laughs> martin sheen jr there's too many sheens <laughs> but your main your main character jimmy neutron right sheen. right when he gets off of the boat and he and he gets to uh vietnam mm-hmm. And, and, uh, there's a film crew there, like the guys who are filming the war and Francis Ford Coppola is just standing there, like screaming at Martin Sheen. He's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> and Martin Sheen's just like looking at him. He's like, don't look at the camera. Just keep going. Don't look at the camera. Just go, just go fight the war. Go. And it's just him just being in charge of like the film crew. And I'm like, okay, that's funny because he actually is the director and he's directing the film crew. Uh, it's just, it's a little, it's a small one. And I, and I always appreciate it. That's funny. That's almost like the, the movie, the Island of Dr. Moreau when we did it, where it's like the director got kicked off the set. Like, oh, right. Through, yeah. Yeah. And then he got back on, but then was one of like the dog people. or What something a fucking like. bizarre oh, trip of a film. I'm so glad we watched that. I'm that not. was so horrible. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> Uh, Zach, your third one. My third one. Um, so I couldn't pick, well, realistically, I didn't pick Danny Trejo in the book of Boba because I haven't watched the book of Boba. Don't sue me. I know I'm a fucking Star Wars fan, but I didn't watch it yet. Don't even know what that is. Book of Boba Fett. Oh, it's a show? Yeah. It's not a book? No. Okay. I mean, there are probably, it's a a new, it's a new show. It came out like, like four months ago. That's a, and it's different than The Mandalorian? No. From what I heard, it's mostly The Mandalorian. Okay. He's in it like three out of the five episodes. Oh, okay. So I, I didn't watch it yet. I know Danny Trejo's in it, which is a cool little cameo. But like way, way back for Danny Trejo, he actually did a cameo for the movie Anaconda. He, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He is the first like three-minute intro yeah. to the film when the snake actually like comes aboard his sh- uh, his little rickety boat and then tries to kill him. Yeah. And I, I thought that it was a really cool thing. One, because of like how young he is in the film before he gets like completely tatted out. Yeah. And two, like the way that they went about it where it's like you never see the snake and they have like this really cool like camera movement where he's like, oh, okay, I got to like climb up the sail to get away. And you have the camera literally kind of like coming around as a serpent would like upwards right, until yeah. it gets to eye level with him. Yeah. And that's when you fully get him. And it's it's cool because it's like Danny Trejo is always one of those guys where it's like he's just portrayed as like the tough guy, but he's such a nice guy at the same time too. Yeah. And he and also just dies in everything that he's in. Not everything. He literally, anytime he's, there's a cameo of him, which there's a lot, mm-hmm. he always gets killed. You're, you're thinking more of Sean Bean. 
No. Sean Bean dies in literally everything. I'm pretty sure, in. dude. I just watched fucking Breaking Bad with. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Breaking Bad with Jess right now, and he's he plays Tortuga. Yes, he, and it's like, and oh, she's dies. like, oh, Danny, and he gets fucking decapitated. Yeah. Isn't he the one that his head gets put on the turtle? The, the turtle, yeah. yeah. He fucking gets killed in the in the remake or in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm-hmm. He, he just gets killed in everything. Yeah, but he doesn't get killed in Spy Kids. No, but that's not a cameo. No. Ah. Well. Any cameo that he does, for the most part, like anything where he's like not a main character, he's like a janitor, or he's like just some mm-hmm. bullshit side character, he always dies. Well, we, there was the cameo of him as Machete in. Well, that's not a cameo because that became that became a real movie. Well, yeah, but at the time it was just a cameo. No, it wasn't. It was a trailer for oh, a movie. Whatever. Danny Trejo's cool. <laughs> I like Danny Trejo. He's also in King of the Hill. Is he? Yeah, he's like the weird neighbor <laughs> of, or he's like the weird friend of like Dale. Oh, uh, okay. Which, yeah, okay. It was whatever. Dale, King of the Hill. Wow, what a what a throwback. I'll there. tell you what. <laughs> All right, I wanted to, um, I wanted to shout out Tarantino. Always throws himself in his films. Yeah. Um, and I did not probably go with the typical one. Um, I wanted to shout out Tarantino in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah. Is he in Inglorious Bastards? He is. It's a cameo. Oh, it's his hands strangling the girl. That's one of them. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But he's also, uh, when Brad Pitt or Lieutenant Aldo Rain is is talking about how he wants his Nazi scalps, Mm -hmm. Tarantino is the close-up shot of the Nazi getting scalped. That oh. is Tarantino laying on the yes, ground. that's right. And, they're, and they're, he's pulling his head off or his, feel, his hair off. I feel like you mentioned this in the Inglorious Bastards episode, but also that was like our third episode yeah, ever. Potentially. So. Um, and I don't know. I just find that one because again, like there's, there's Django where he plays like the Australian whatever mm-hmm. and he gets like blown up or of course he's in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. He's in Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Uh, but I don't know. That one is just, it's such like a subtle one and it's such like a, you probably wouldn't even know if like, if somebody doesn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always appreciate when a director or, or is, yeah, the director of the movie that you're watching is willing to like kill themselves mm-hmm. because it's just funny. Yeah. Um, and like him being a dead Nazi and him getting scalped is great. And then, yeah, the idea of like his hands being the hands that are choking Shoshana yeah. is just like iconic yeah. to me. I mean, you can, you can say what you want about directors, but I always enjoy like when, when they put themselves in it. Yeah. And, uh, again, you could say what you want, but Kevin Smith putting himself in his films as silent Bob is always fun. Because, yeah. like, he literally says one line in each film. Right, yeah. But that's not my last pick for a cameo. Ooh. My last pick is probably one of my absolute favorite cameos, and that is Bill Murray in Zombieland. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. He plays, Where, he's, like, in the mansion or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. in his mansion, like, be, like, he dresses himself up as a zombie. Right. So, in that way, zombies don't come after him. And then he goes up and basically scares um, Emma Stone and Woody Harrelson's characters. Yeah. And... Like they have a full on conversation. They he ends up telling him like, "Oh yeah, I just shot like the back nine, like because nobody was there." Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Oh, I went to see Eddie Van Halen last week," and he's like, "Really? How's he doing?" And he's like, "Oh, he's a zombie." <laughs> and then they smoke pot, and then they decide to go and scare like the other two friends, all for, uh, not Michael Sarah, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character to shoot him in the chest. Right. Because again, they think he's, he's a zombie. Yeah, and then it just ends with my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. I love Bill Murray. He's he's just having like a blast at this point in his yeah, life. Yeah, that's just like at this point, he's just like whatever. Yeah, he's just I, he'll do anything that he wants at this point. <laughs> yeah, he did Osmosis Jones. He did do Osmosis Jones. Which yeah, right. He played 
probably the worst shape of himself, <laughs> I would like to say. Like, his whole character was literally just eating fucking shit off the ground. Eggs off the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that monkey touched it. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, not good. Oh, I love Osmosis Jones. That's though. a good movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic. Um, okay, so uh, my last one is Martin Scorsese in Taxi Driver. Um, mm. So he play so he plays one of Travis's patrons, I guess is what you would call them, uh, and he may and he forces Travis to drive him to his wife's lover's apartment, and he and they're sitting outside the window, and he's like he's like uh, he's like you know where we are. And Travis like just doesn't say anything. He's like, no, of course you don't know where we are because it's, you don't know anything. He's like, he's like, we're out. He's like, look up in that window. You see that woman up there? He's like, uh huh. He's like, that's my wife. And guess what? She's fucking a guy up there. <laughs> that was Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's Martin Scorsese. And then he's just like having him there. And then he gets, and then it starts getting like sobering. Where he's like, he's like, listen, I have a forty-four Magnum. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna blow off my fucking <laughs> wife's face. He's like, you ever see what a forty-four Magnum can do to a woman's face? It's like he's absolutely insane in that movie. Um, and it's just, it's a funny little thing. And I just like that it's Martin Scorsese. And that it's like, yeah, that there he is. That's yeah. him. That's great. Iconic. Of course. Yeah. He's also like in there's a, there's like a few other scenes that he's in where he's just like a dude like walking on the sidewalk or whatever. It's just like, OK, that's fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, the fact that he actually has like a very quick scene, like a minute and a half scene of him just being like a, a fucking lunatic and like yes. even sort of making <laughs> Travis seem like a normal guy <laughs> is just absolutely iconic to me. It's even like Alfred Hitchcock, like put himself like just in every at, movie pretty much that yeah. he's in, like just standing or outside that he, that in that he Psycho. Directs. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I have, a, I have a few honorable mentions. Oh, always. Of, of course. Always. Uh, that's how I, I keep myself so young you keep yourself and young, hip. yeah. Doo-wop, as the kids say. I don't think anybody says that. Okay, good. Uh, anyways, um, from the live-action Mulan movie, uh, Ming-Na Wen. Who play, probably played actual Mulan, the voice of Mulan? Yes, yeah, she did the voice acting for Mulan. I would Mulan. assume, yeah. Yeah, she had like a very small scene in that where it's like she said maybe one line. Um, fucking Keith Richards was in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean films as Captain Jack Sparrow's dad. How does that make sense? Would he, I don't know. Okay. Uh, fucking Keith Richards from Rolling <laughs> there Stones. You go, there you go. Um, and then one that I almost put in was Orson Welles playing the receptionist in the Muppets movie. I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. That's, like, it's Orson yeah. Welles. I also didn't realize, do you remember as a kid the, the show Pinky and the Brain? Yeah. He was the brain. Was he? For like all of it. Oh, he was op- he's Optimus Prime. Yes. He no, did the voice of Optimus Prime. And he's also No, he's the the planet that they go to that like uh my brother was telling me about it. There's like in one of the Transformers movies, there's like a planet that they have to go to that is like living and like talking and he didn't want to do the movie, like the voiceover work for it. So he just kind of like mumbled his lines, but it's clearly Orson Welles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's Orson. There's a, there's a commercial. Yeah, have you ever seen the commercial where he's like fucking hammered <laughs> and he's like, just cannot remember his lines and there's like just take after take and he's just so drunk. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. <laughs> there's a lot of him that like, I need to look more up. Because even the movie, I think it's like F is fake, something like that that he did, uh-huh. where like he clearly comes out and like lies to you throughout the entire film. He's like, this movie's like ninety minutes long, and the movie's like two and a half hours long, <laughs> <laughs> like small stuff like that. Yeah, little things. But anyways, that's our favorite cameos. There you go. So uh, tell us yours. Um, but in the meantime, I'll tell you a recommendation that I have. A little plain. I don't remember. If I did. I do water the last time. 
You recommended water, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I'm gonna do very simple things for a little while. Okay. Um so I don't I don't think I ever recommended this, but like as a man who for most of his adult life has had long hair, I wanna recommend actually growing out your hair. Um, <laughs> what you, is this podcast turning into? <laughs> what is happening? Well, because I was thinking about it like the other day and I was like, you know what? Like I had I had my friend Winston who in high school like was was convincing me cuz for literally my entire life up until like I want to say like 10th grade, I had short hair. Um and that was just like how I was going to be. Like I was never going to grow out my hair. And he was like, "Hey, listen, like, you know, I think you could really look cool with it. Just give it a shot. Like, give it eight months. If you hate it, then shave it all off. If you don't, then I win. Um, and it's what literally changed, like, how I perceived, like, growing out hair. Uh, I I took the time. I cut it all off at the time. And then I was like, let me give it one more shot and grew it back out. And since then, I've kind of been on and off of, like, having long hair and having short hair. Since then, like, literally cutting it and then growing it all back out again like yeah. to a super long length and it's just something where it's like it adds a little bit more of dimension i feel like to people um because the different hairstyles that you can do like you know putting it up and doing a bun or doing a ponytail or like doing some kind of like different braid design with it or just having it down it uh it gives you like a couple of different like styles that you can do with it yeah and i would say that i don't think that this recommendation is gonna is like I don't know if it it's like the right time to do it because post COVID nobody could get a haircut so well, yeah. everybody had long hair for like a year. Well, yeah, <laughs> but then they learned how to cut their hair themselves. That's so, true. That's so it's true. not really like people grew out their hair. Yeah, you tried to grow it out at one point, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Well, give it a shot. You got to get past that awkward stage. Can't do it. Eight months like it. and you can do it. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, growing out your hair. Cool. Zach, what movie are we doing next? <laughs> well, to keep on top of this, Frank. You know how like it always works it always works out in my favor when we do a movie that I've never seen before? Uh oh. Uh yeah. yeah. We're gonna do that again. Uh oh. Uh it's never backfired in my point. No. Um we're gonna be doing a movie called Brothers. Oh, with Toby Maguire? Yeah, Toby Maguire, Natalie Portman, and um Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I've been getting nothing but like for the past like month and a half of this showing up on my recommendation list. Really? And I, I've seen, like, the scene of, like, Tobey Maguire, like, freaking out, destroying the the kitchen. Yeah. And I'm like, there's something here. It's a, it's a decent movie. It's a remake. Is it? Yeah, it is. Hmm. It's it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a remake. Well, um, we're going to do that one. Okay. Because I like the actors in there. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I enjoy the movie. All right. Well, I haven't seen it in a very long time, so maybe my opinion might change. Well, then I can't fail. But, but you might fail. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, cool. It uh, still never let me go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits.